0: Um, as as uh, Lewis mentioned, today is our, our Vision um, and Stewardship Sunday. I hope this will be helpful in, in understanding more about the heart of this church family, uh, who we are and, uh, and who we aspire to be and where we aspire to go. Um, and again, if you're not able to make it to this um, service um, uh, and or online, um, then you'll be able to revisit it. Um, the, the, the sermon is recorded on YouTube um, and also there are copies available. Uh, the Apostle Paul reminds us that Jesus said it is more blessed to give than to receive. The Christian writer C.S. Lewis said nothing is really ours until we share it. This doesn't mean that it is not lovely to receive. Of course it is. It's absolutely fantastic to receive, isn't it? But the, the act of giving transforms us. The act of giving transforms us. It changes us In our hearts. This is because we are children of a Heavenly Father who gives and gives and gives and gives. Remember the ultimate giving? Jesus Christ, who gave so much that he emptied himself, even to death on a cross. And giving of ourselves reflects the heart of God. And this is why you and I are transformed every single time we give. As St Matthew's we are still, I believe, working out in the early stages of the vision that God has placed on our hearts. And the role each of us has to play to be a church that is welcoming, sharing welcome which reflects God's welcome and God's invitation to all people to know his love. Every single church will say that it is a welcoming church. The real test is it a church where people can make friends and build relationship. <coughs> we want to be vibrant, representing and reflecting all ages, stages, situations, the cultures of our city and community. And we want to be a church which serves our community. And how encouraging it is to see... So many people willingly reaching out into our community to reconnect with those around us. Whether it's stay and play on Thursdays, whether it's King's Kids, whether it's open house, English conversation, welcome spaces, community events, and so much more. Do you know one of the biggest encouragements that I've received as vicar over these past few months is hearing lots of different people talk to me about the welcome that they have received through this community and say that goes beyond just the first smile and greeting on the door, but conversation together, building a relationship, going deeper. So thank you, St Matthews, for the warmth of your welcome, but it is something that we strive and aspire to do more in day by day. We need to view all that we aspire to do through the lens here of discipleship, which is about our walk with God, our personal and corporate walk with God, through increased outreach, which means sharing the love of Jesus where and when we can, and through service, which means living lives which reflect the heart of the servant king. This vision is all about relationship. It's all about relationship, community and family. And forgive me if you've heard me say it time and time again, you'll hear me say it time and again, time and again. It is all about relationship, isn't it? Our God is a God of relationship. The intimacy and love of Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Our short video, which some of you might have seen before the service, and uh, hopefully we can play again after the service sometime, showed some of what has been happening in and through St. Matthew's over the year just gone by. And it is hugely encouraging. It's a reminder, an encouraging reminder of the growth and development of the relationships that we have, both here as a community and out into the wider community. In our Vision and Stewardship Sundays every year, we focus on God's grace and thanksgiving for his love. So I encourage you to ask yourself, how can you grow your sense of belonging To this family of faith through prayer, which is the foundation of all we do, and the building relationships comes through talking to God. How can you grow your sense of belonging to this family of faith through prayer, through service, and through giving? Our vision and mission of God includes the time we give, but it also includes, of course, the money given to support and resource God's work. There's a lot more detail about this in the information you'll receive after the service there are packs here for everybody if you are um, on our electoral roll list or our our email list there will be a name pack if not please take one of the blank ones and if we run out leave a note and we will produce more and I want to thank you St Matthews for all your generosity in so so many ways I want to thank you I want to thank you for your, your generous giving financially, whether it's by monthly standing order, which is helpful to enable us in giving uh, in planning, whether it's by one or gifts, or whether it's planned legacies, or whether it's in time and prayer. I want to thank you for all the generosity of your giving in so many ways. People give according to their ability to give. And we are thankful for every single gift of time and money. Every gift that comes from God and that we share with each other to help the mission of God here. Our current situation at St Matthews is that due to the recent huge increases in energy prices, if we were to stand still financially as a church, St Matthews would end up with a deficit of income over expenditure of £13,500 in this coming year due to the huge increase in energy prices. But as you can see from the radiant heaters above you and those of you who are lucky to be immediately underneath them, I am now underneath one of them, we as a church are doing all we can to reduce costs and be good stewards of God's gifts. So as we look at our vision again, and also at the practicalities of resourcing our ministry, our aim, as a minimum, is to cover this deficit. I say as a minimum, because as we reflect on the Bible passage in a moment, I want to ask you to lift your eyes to the hills where God's help comes from, and to see beyond just simply plugging gaps and plugging holes to the horizon to view all the plans that God has for us. For example, we would love to be able to continue the new part-time post of Children's and Families Outreach Worker, so wonderfully filled by Carmen Cromwell at the moment until May, and supporting John in this huge area of reaching out to the younger generations. We would love to restore... The role of part time music and worship coordinator to support Stephen and all our wonderful musicians and help us go deeper in worship. And we also aspire to serve our community more and more, reaching out practically to those in desperate need of God's love and grace who live around us. Together, as community and family, we can do this. And the message of Christian faith, the message of Christianity. Is one of faith over fear. It is one of hope over despair. It is one of trust over suspicion. And doesn't our world need more and more today, and our city, this rather counter-cultural message? We have the best message to speak and share out into our world and our community and our families today. The best message, the only message of redemption, of love, of forgiveness, of grace. This passage from 2 Kings chapter 4 is so relevant for you and me today because it is one all about the miraculous happenings that was associated with the Old Testament prophet Elisha. I encourage you to read not just this one but the whole of this um, account in the Bible. For many people we acknowledge that today are hard times. And bearing hardship can be an incredibly lonely thing. If you want to go back to the reading, it is on page 345 of the Old Testament section of the Bible. For the widow in this passage, life was a lonely struggle. Because in those days, if a woman's husband died, it would mean probably the end of her life too. She had no income, and that would lead inevitably to suffering and vulnerability. And all this widow had left to her was a very little oil. And to survive, the only way out for her was for her sons to be sold into slavery to pay the family debts. This was desperation and loneliness at its greatest. I wonder if there have been times in your life when you have thought that you had nothing to offer. God will never think that of you. With God, we will always have something to offer. And it is not always all about money. It is about our very selves. God tells us in Isaiah, you are precious and honoured in my sight and I love you. God can always help us make something out of what seems nothing. Because to him, we are of infinite value. And in this passage, God, through Elisha, helps this family in three ways. Firstly, he helps them to evaluate and to understand what their current situation is. I wonder if you need help at the moment in evaluating and reviewing your current situation. And Elisha helps the widow by asking her two questions. First, he asks her what she wants him to do for her. And secondly, he asks her what she has in her house. Elisha, in asking these questions, values, enables and he empowers this family by helping them to see freshly their real situation And also to take part in themselves and to take responsibility for what they can do. Each and every one of us is made in the image of God to reflect God's life and truth. And each of you is deeply loved and valued by God. Each of you has much to give in life. And each of you have an active role to play within this church community and in the communities in which you live. In God's kingdom, we are empowered by his love for us. And When you and I think we have little to offer, God reminds us that we are more than something, because to him, we are everything. God's way is not about what we cannot do, but God's way is about what we can do, so that we can live life In all its fullness. Secondly, Elisha shows this family, and he shows us through God's word here. Elisha shows this family that by God's grace we can make something out of nothing by working together. Elisha instructs the widow, you will see, to ask her neighbours, she involves the local community, and to borrow as many empty jars as she can. Working with other people was absolutely crucial to this family's survival. God's completely opposite approach to the individualism of our modern society, which values self-sufficiency over everything. God's kingdom is only realised through community. And this community was ready to help and brought all those jars when the widow asked that request. When I look back over the past few years at St. Matt's, I see a community of faith reaching out and touching the lives of many, many more people in our surrounding parish community than are represented by the physical church membership. Last weekend, as an example, at our Welcome Spaces meeting, it was just wonderful to have a member of our local community, who we've, we've met and spoken with a few times, offer To bake cakes for that event on Saturday mornings. Through our pulling together, God then multiplies the message of love and grace out into the community, out into more and more lives. And finally, God shows the widow and he shows us that to make something out of nothing, we need to have confidence that when we have done all we can, God will make up the difference. God shows us that to make something out of nothing, we need to have confidence that when we have done all we can, God will make up the difference. When the widow collected all her jars, she poured in the little oil that she had and it filled up All the jars that she'd been given. She could then sell the oil to settle her debts. Real faith in God comes when it it seems to us that the figures don't add up. Trusting God means doing what we can and then leaving the rest to him. This is precisely what the widow did in this account with Elisha. She did what she could and then she left the rest to God. I don't know about you, but um, I had my favourite subject at school and I had my least favourite subject at school. My favourite subject was history and my least favourite subject was maths. But even I understood In my despair, year after year, all the extra coaching I was given in maths over the years, even I understood basic addition and subtraction. When you have one jar of jam left, and then you use up all the jam, you have no jam left. That's right, isn't it? (laughs) But not, of course, with God. This is not how the heavenly maths Of the kingdom of God works. This is not how the grace of God works. Heavenly mathematics is very, very different to ours. God gave absolutely everything for you and me. Everything. And we think about this very especially as we travel towards Easter and through this time of Lent to the cross. But we don't just travel to the cross. We travel, of course, through the cross and out the other side to resurrection, to new life and to new hope. And as we at St Matthews look at the year ahead, I invite you to pray, please, the foundation of all that we do, to have those conversations, those personal conversations with God. I invite you to pray, and I invite you, please, to ask for God's help and understanding and evaluating your real and present situation. And as you do so, to remember your eternal value to God with faith and not fear. And then, when you have done that, have confidence that when you have done all that you can, you can trust God to make up the difference. Amen.